Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Jen Jennifer Anderson from Minnesota. Welcome to Destiny Moments, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm honored to be with you today. Well, Jennifer, I read a post. The morning I was arrested, I couldn't breathe. I wanted to talk to my listeners today about what caused you to, to be arrested and what it was like, what, what you uh, were dealing with. Sure, Angel. Um, back in um, 2012, November of 2012, um, I was arrested. I was arrested for manufacturing methamphetamine. Um, I remember the police came to my house at about 3 o'clock in the morning um, and arrested me and took my children out of their beds and took them to foster care. Um, I remember trying to tell the police officer their school schedules and, and what they needed to do, and they just just hustled me along into the back of the, the waiting squad car to take me to jail. And I remember thinking, what a terrible person I was, and how could I do this to my kids and to my family? And the best place for me was to be locked up. I, I was a drug addict. What good was I to anybody? Um, so I, I did spend about four months in the county jail, and then I was transferred to the women's prison in Minnesota. Um, while I was in prison, um, I realized how dark my life was. Um, I literally felt like blackness surrounded me all of the time. Um, I would get up when they told me to get up. I would eat what they told me to eat. Um, basically just a robot um, doing what I needed to do to survive um, because it was easier. It was easier than dealing with all these feelings that I had, um, feelings of shame and worthlessness and that I didn't even deserve to live. Um, and then I was praying to God. I had grown up in the church but I never really had a relationship with God. I just kind of thought when I got in a jam, I could ask God to help me. And so I was praying and the most incredible thing happened. I woke up the next morning and I saw the sun. I, I saw light. I felt light. I felt like God had literally breathed the breath of life into me. And things were different after that. How? I knew just, it was the beginning of a relationship, a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I knew that no matter what, the bad choices I had made, the bad things that I had done, God loved me no matter what. And he wanted me to come home. It was 
almost like he came into that prison looking for me. And he brought me back back into his his flock. Um, I learned from from some volunteers that came into the prison. They always said, Jesus loves you. Jesus died for you. And Angel, I had heard that my whole life. I knew the Sunday school songs and and it never really became real until he reached out to me that day in that prison cell and said, I died for you. You are that important to me. He died for me. Amen. Amen. And, yeah. And he died for all of us. You know, even even if not just me for everybody, and even if not everybody, just me. You know, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He still loves us. Mm. Amen. That much. That much. He loves us that much. Now, what happened to your children? How did that all work out? Sure. So my children, fortunately, um, were able to stay with my parents. Um, I had to sign custody over to my children, or or to my parents. Um, And they lived with my parents while I was in prison. Um, And... They still talk about that day. They still talk about when they were taken to foster care and how scared they were. And, Angel, God has done such miraculous things in our lives. Um, My three children have all asked Jesus into their hearts. We have all talked about our salvation and, you know, where we want to spend eternity. Um, God has restored not only my relationship with my children, who can say, Mom, we forgive you, um, but also with my husband, who, while I was incarcerated, was fighting his own demons with alcoholism. Um, God has truly blessed us and reunited this family um, in sobriety um, with God first. Praise God. I want to ask you, how did you start doing drugs? What caused you or why did you go down that road, Jennifer? I wish I had a clear answer. Um, But why did I start using drugs? I I just wanted to try it. I just wanted to see what it felt like. I just thought something was missing in my life and thought maybe drugs would fill that void. Mm. Wow. That is, I think that is a lot of, that answers it right there. There's a void inside of us that only Jesus can fill. You know, when we were created um, in his image, it was to have... Uh, communion with him to have fellowship with him and so 
this void. People are have this void in their life and they try to fill it with food and drugs and all kinds of different things, alcohol. But really, it's only Jesus can fill those voids. Amen. I was at work today and I was thinking about how Jesus took my story of captivity and turned it in to a story of salvation and freedom. And I kept thinking about the song Amazing Grace and how he really did break my chains. And I'm free to to worship him and praise him and tell others how wonderful our God is. Amen. I want to go back to the time that you were in prison and you said that you just functioned. Um, did you have a hard time, like you told me you were working today, did you have a hard time entering the workforce? Did you feel, um, I'm sure you, you dealt with shame and and um, just being feeling embarrassed that, that you spent some time in prison. How did God set you free of that? So that's a great experience too. Um, the town I live in is about 4,500 people. So it's very small. And I was very fearful about coming back here and if I, if I would be accepted or not. And part of my release plan was I had to do community service work. And Angel, God put me right in the center of my church to do community work. It was almost like he said, all right, you're home, and we're going to do this together. And I was able to spend time at church every day, um, helping the janitor, um, you know, perform different cleaning projects or, or whatever needed to be done. And in the meantime, while I was there, I got to talk to so many people and and witness God's love through them. And it was then that I knew I was going to be okay. Mm. God had a plan. Doesn't it make you think of that scripture where um, Jesus said he, le he left the, the uh, he went looking for the one. You know, he left the 99 going looking for the one. And, um, you know, there's not anyone that he wouldn't go after today. That, like you said, you felt like he was looking for you. And I really believe today that God is, is pouring out his spirit and he's saying, there's, there's room in the fold for you. Come, you know, come to, um, come to me. Uh, he will save you. He will heal you. He will deliver you. And tell me how you were delivered from meth. What did that look like, Jennifer? Um, you know, God is just so miraculous. He, he removed all the people from my life, um, you know, that, that we're using. And like I said, God put me right in the middle of my church and gave me a love for service work and a new love for my family 
And today, God says, go out and share this message. Go out and share what I have done. Um, tell people that miracles still happen today. Amen. And we just celebrated Thanksgiving. How did that look for you? You know, every year my husband and I take some time, just the two of us, and count our blessings. And we never forget where we were. And part of that is because I don't ever want to get complacent. I don't ever want to forget that everything that we have is not because of anything that we've done, but rather by God's grace and because of God's will. Um, and it was just, you know, when you spend Thanksgiving or Christmas in prison, you're locked in your cell the whole day. You get cold bologna sandwiches to eat. Um, so to be able to sit down with your family, it's, it's remarkable. It really makes you treasure the gifts that you have. Amen. What um, does the future look for you, Jennifer? What does it look like? What are some plans that you have? I sure hope you plan on writing a book. Um, you know, my... My oldest daughter graduated last year, and my son graduates this year, and I do believe that God has put it on my heart to do some sort of ministry, um, whether it's a prison ministry, um, maybe it is writing a book. Um, he, he wants his story shared. He... He made this all possible because there was a time when I was in the middle of my addiction when I didn't want to live. Um, I was out in my garage. I was planning on starting my vehicle and, and just to be done with it, just to die from carbon monoxide poisoning. And by the grace of God that day, I fell asleep before I even started the vehicle. God has a plan, and uh, and it's good. God's plan is good, and in this, my future looks bright. Um, as long as I continue to do God's will and not mine. Amen. You know, it makes me think of the scripture in Romans fifteen thirteen that may the God of hope fill you with all joy. And peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow by the power of the Holy Spirit and we know that it is the power of the Holy Spirit within you that has helped you to overcome um, and so today any of our listeners that is struggling with drug addiction that is struggling with alcohol whatever the issue is you would say to them Jennifer God is greater God is still in the miracle business right Amen. Yes, and God wants you to come home. Mm -hmm. He wants you in his flock. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing um, shameful about getting help. There's nothing uh, wrong with saying, 
you know, I have this secret addiction or I have um, this going on in my life and I need help. There's um, the biggest obstacle is self, isn't it, Jennifer? It is. It's your own shame and your own guilt. And, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. Not, not too ashamed to ask for help because without it, the outcome is not going to be good. You can't do it on your own. Now, I want to ask you about the uh, issue of alcoholism with your husband. How did he overcome that? Um, you know, he, honestly, I don't know how he overcame it. He turned it over to God, I believe. Um, he didn't go to treatment. He just knew that he couldn't continue the path he was on. Um, I know he told me many times that he prayed to God to have his family back. And he knew that if he continued to drink, that wouldn't happen. Um, so I think that was between him and God, and they did it together. Mm. With God, all things are possible. So he took a family that was so broken and restored them um, to a good place. You would say you're a healthy family today? Yes. We are blessed beyond belief. Um, I like to say the things I prayed for, I, I've received. My family is healthy. We're growing more. Yeah. I want to ask you, you mentioned um, being in church as a, as a child. Um, so you did have a knowledge of Jesus, um, but you didn't actually have that personal relationship. Um, can you expand upon that a little bit? Sure. Um, I knew of Jesus. I knew who Jesus was. I knew that Jesus was born on Christmas and that he rose on Easter. And I knew the words to Jesus loved. Um, and that I had been baptized as a baby. Um, I'm Lutheran. I grew up in the Lutheran church. Um, but I never, it was never personal. God was always somebody I prayed to, not somebody that I walked with. Mm. When you pray with him, when you pray now, and you read his word, and you sing his songs and worship him. He's very real to you today, isn't he, Jennifer? Today, I have a relationship with God. God and I talk every morning. Um, and when I read his word, I ask him to show me what it is that I need to learn today. And as I go through my day, he answers me. Um, just like sending that, posting that article on Facebook, he said, somebody needs to hear this today. It was on my heart. And, you know, I, I'm never really sure about these things. And 
It was just this consistent nudging to do this. Mm -hmm. And it will help so many people around this world that um, maybe is facing some jail time, maybe is in jail, um, maybe they're just getting out of prison, but whatever it is, um, or whatever season they're in, Jennifer, God has called you to share your story to um, give them hope that they too can find freedom uh, from drugs or whatever issues they have going in their life be through the power of Jesus Christ. Um, you know, I love to share these kind of stories with my listeners because, you know, we're real people, we have real issues, and we all have a real destiny. And Jesus loves people. You know, we talk about um, church and buildings, and but you know, it is the people. It's the we are the church. The people is the church, and um, he he wants to commune with with every person. And there's not one person that he would turn away. And it's just um, exciting that uh, to hear your story and to know that God took you from the pit to the palace. Um, it's just a, a beautiful story of redemption. And so, Jennifer, um, on that note, I'd like to ask you if you would take a few minutes and pray for our listeners. Um, maybe someone that's listening is, is struggling and they're addicted. They... Um, Maybe they're tuning in and and they're going to prison. Um, would you take some time and pray for them? Sure. Dear Jesus, I take a moment today to thank you for all that you have done. Lord, I thank you for this time to share my story. And I pray, Lord, that anybody that needs to hear it will find hope, hope in you that they will rest in the knowledge that you love them, that nothing they can do can separate, nothing we can do, Lord, can separate us from you. Lord, I thank you for being a loving father. I thank you for climbing into the pits with us and bringing us to the palace. Lord, you are stronger than any addiction. You are stronger than any chains that bind and hold us. You are stronger than what the enemy wants us to believe. Lord, you speak only truth, and the truth is that you love us. Lord, we are preparing to celebrate the birth of your son, and let us all remember that on that birth, came hope. Hope was born the day that Jesus Christ was. In your name, Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Jennifer. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.